and welcome in to another edition of the Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast. Thomas Miller, back in here with you. You know, I've had a message that I've wanted to get out of my heart, (laughs) but the way that this podcast has always worked from day one, and I've never deviated very far from this, is to just do episodes as they come internally. So, I mean, there have been a few, obviously, that we've done along the way that were not like that. But this is definitely one of those that comes from the heart. And it's almost like when you see these gaps in the podcast, it's because I'm processing what's next. And then when what's next comes, I can't wait to get in here and get it out and get it recorded. (laughs) So that's exactly what this has been. It's been brewing over weeks, not days. And just feeling, being with, honoring that nothing was there, and knowing that something would soon come. Now, those of you who are on our Facebook page, if you've not joined that yet, please consider this an invitation to do so. If you will come over to Facebook and find the Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast Listeners Group. It's a group that you have to fill out a couple of questions to get in, but we'll let you in if you fill them out. And we'd love to have you in there. And a couple of, oh, what, three weeks or almost a month ago now, I asked Sarah Wakeman, who you've been seeing post every day in there, like amazingly, to see if she could just help me because I noticed from her personal page that she was far more adept at just coming up with really good social media topics, far better than I am. And she gladly agreed to jump in and help. So she's been posting on a regular basis there. And I hope you've enjoyed them and would definitely support and encourage her along the way. And actually, Sarah was the inspiration for this podcast because we were conversing over on the side and voila, a couple of things she said, a couple of things I responded, and then it was like, boom, there it was. And I came in here and poured my thoughts out so that I could flow through this pretty uh, intentionally. So let's get started here because I want to stay on track. Where I'm headed with this, I'll tell you what the ending is going to be. This is one of those, you know, they say when you look at a video on Facebook or something, it says, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. (laughs) I'm ultimately going to lead to some things that I think are very key for framing up this whole situation that we are in. Because the bottom line of this talk is, this is how our subconscious mind gets programmed. And we're going to unfold that, walk through it, and realize that right now, we are programming the rest of our lives. So I'm going to give you some tips along the way to do that. So the context of this, so really we're talking about the macro conversation is our internal programming. So just take a look at this situation as an example. I think anybody would be remiss to say that they have been completely immune to this situation. From some standpoint of emotion, at least we've all been affected because we've been shut in, and that's around the whole world. So we're all processing things. So we're probably on social media more, and we're seeing all of that conversation. We're looking at the news. We're making our own observations of what's going on around us. We're feeling what we're feeling in our heart. Some of us are looking at astrology for clues. 
I was doing personally about all of the above. And of course, I'm producing a radio show in the Dallas-Fort Worth radio market that is a health show. So we're talking about this on a weekly basis. And I'm keeping more distantly informed than I was at the beginning. At the beginning, it was a, you know, a breaking news story for us. And now it's an ongoing news story, completely different situation. So what I did about a week or so ago, two weeks ago, is I set all of that aside. And I just decided I was going to turn off social media and just get inside. And I started focusing on my internal thoughts and looking at astrology, going into the charts, because I really do feel that some of the answers and the clues are within those little lines and squiggly glyphs on that crazy circle. So obviously can't avoid the news, but certainly toned it down. Now, on Monday of this week, so I'm recording this on Thursday, March 7th, and on Monday, March 4th, I had a feeling in the afternoon that was to say ominous. I'd been doing really well, and then all of a sudden, here's this, whoa, big heaviness. So first tip here along the way is to just be with that thought. I mean, this is one of Fred Dodson's foundational teachings is the way to neutralize something is not to run away from it. It's not to mask it, not to stuff it down, not to uh, try to be more positive than negative. It's not to go the opposite way. It's to bring it right up. Bring it up and out. What are you nervous about? Acknowledge it. Wow. Put it on a scale, one to ten. Magnify it. This gets into some NLP stuff, too. I mean, the same technology, right? You magnify it. You turn it black and white. You make it scramble. You turn it into a cartoon. You do all kinds of things with the angst to be able to hold it in your hand. Because when you can hold it in your hand and just look at it and go, hmm, that's what you call fear, or that's what you call worry, or that's a very heavy feeling, then you're able to do whatever you want with it because it no longer controls you. Now you are holding it in your hand at a distance and observing it rather than being all up in it. So to get it out of yourself, if the Tip number one, if you're feeling angst right now, don't run from it. Observe it. Get it out there in your hand where it's away from you. And I hold my hands out with my arms almost extended so that it's away from my body. And I look right at my empty hands as though something were in there. And I feel the feeling of that emotion that I'm now separating myself from. So that's tip number one. Don't run from it observe it. Do whatever you need to do to get it as neutral as possible. Now, sometimes it won't go completely neutral, but just try to make it funny or make it black and white or uh, give it to somebody, you know, give it some other kind of characteristic or color, you know, act like somebody else is holding the issue instead of you and you're observing them. You know, I say this respectfully, but it's the perspective of if someone else's pet dies you are not as sad as they are because they were attached. It was their pet. That was the love that they shared. It's the same thing. That this, almost the same relationship that we might have to a pet, if you think about this, is how we often hold our problems. We allow them to have a pet-like hold on us. So if somebody, you know, on Facebook, somebody puts a post up that their, their dog or their cat passed away, and everybody says, oh, I'm so sorry. Yet that person is spending weeks in grief. You acknowledge and you express your condolences and go right on with your life unattached. Do that with your problem. Give it to somebody else. 
Now, number two would be what I mentioned earlier. Realize that this is how our subconscious mind gets programmed. So often we have a major event, and this could be in this life or a prior life that we brought in with us. But some big major event often is packed with emotion. And in many cases, it is prolonged. It extends out over time. Well, look at this. And I mean, we're, what, about not even 90 days in, really. And what are you forced to think about every day, all day? Virus, 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 virus. Why? Because we're shut in at home. Even if you're working, if you're a healthcare worker or one of the other industries that has been shut in, and I know some things are loosening up in some places, But for the most part, the mandate is still you're safer at home. And for all the things and all the routines in life that we would normally do, we still can't do because they're closed. And even the ones that are open are not that full. I mean, people are not running back into restaurants. So we're faced with this. We're looking at this. We're absorbed by this every single day. You see the analogy? So if you want to reprogram your money paradigm or your love relationship paradigm, you can see how if you wanted to uh, begin the work of that process and you decide, well, I'm just going to do some affirmations. I'm going to make a million dollars a year. I'm going to make a million dollars a year. I'm going to make a million dollars a year. And you say that or do that for some extended period of time, and you realize it's nothing in comparison to what we're going through right now. Do you see the difference? And that's one of the reasons why even though I think affirmations are awesome and there's way too much evidence, my own included, that they do work, Louise Hay, etc. But boy, you have to do it on a constant. You, you have to do those affirmations almost like you create the awareness or the awareness is being created about this virus in your consciousness. It's constantly. So I think at some degree, to some degree for all of us, We have had feelings of uncertainty or sadness or worry or angst or fear, terror, whatever level, right? Whatever our own emotions about what this situation might mean. And if you just took a snapshot right now of where we are and thought about how this will change your life in the future, I mean, think about it. Once they're available in every hardware or pharmacy, drugstore kind of place, how many masks will you have in reserve? (laughs) Will you ever again run out of Lysol or bleach, or will you have a little extra tucked away? How much extra? For some of you, will you ever eat or drink in a crowded restaurant or bar again? Will you ever get on an airplane? Or now are you like uh, one of those who just refuses to fly, you know? Somebody was quoting a Bible verse saying, why don't you fly? Well, it's in the Bible. Oh, yeah, it says, lo, I am with you always. (laughs) So are you going to never fly again? You know, wars or the last Great Depression back in the 1930s programmed people. If you're blessed to know somebody who lived during that era, then, I mean, they're in their 80s and 90s now. But you know, they always have a little food tucked away. In many cases, they could be accused of being hoarders (laughs) or clutterers. Well, it's their programming. They don't even think about it. This is subconscious programming at its best. 
And that's exactly how it works. All right, so if we're in that situation, then how are we going to turn this positive? If we are, every day, by the nature of this situation, being programmed, then how are we going to turn it positive? And then the close cousin to this 10-degree shift is how could you reprogram anything else in your life that you like to shift? And really the mantra of this comes back to what are you focusing on? I had the privilege of narrating a book for Fred Dodson called The Miracles of Attention and Awareness. And Fred said of all of his techniques, this is the most important and impactive, a spiritual law that is as certain as gravity itself, is that where you put your focus, you will draw into your life. Fear is a focus. Abundance is a focus. Neutrality is a focus. Apathy is a focus. Anger, resentment, focus. You get the idea. And what you focus on, where you put your attention and awareness, you will draw more of into your life. Take it to the bank. Okay, so then how can we find some positives in this? I mean, there's so much bad news everywhere, right? So one of the things that I found when I refocused my own attention off of the news, off of the conspiracy theories, off of all this stuff, then I found something that was very interesting. I found an article that was written by a a mundane astrologer. Now, that's a different term. Mundane astrology is basically looking at Astrology applied to a global village. So it's uh, astrology not for an individual, but for the world, for a community, for a country. So I'm going to put this article that I found, it's a section of it, in the notes. And you can read through. It's going to be TMI for a lot of you. But this guy comes from some really interesting perspectives. And this is one of them. So in his uh, notes, as you will see, We have shifted into a period that began in 2017 and will run all the way through 2053 that now is mostly governed by the energy of Saturn. And this is basically derived from days of the week, which are ruled by certain planets, being in control of certain periods of time. So the past period of time was controlled by the sun. That goes back all the way to the early 1980s. Well, if you look at the 80s until now from a big macro perspective, it really has. It was the the roaring 80s. I mean, that was what the, the baby boomers were now of age and having babies, and there was a BMW in every garage and, you know, that whole thing. The 90s were good economically. We've had some dips since the year 2000, but in general, things have been pretty good. In other words, sunny, economically sunny. We really have never been through a historic period as long without some major disruption as we have in that period controlled by the sun. And I know we've had our setbacks. I'm acknowledging that completely, but just saying, if you take a look at the whole period, yeah, you could see that, right? Well, now, beginning 2017 and lasting for about 35 years, Saturn gets the baton, Well, personally, when I go to my astrological chart, there's just a lot of Saturn in a lot of different places. So I'm looking at this going, hmm, wow, then that should really light it up for old Thomas Miller. You know, in a lot of ways, during the sunny periods, I just felt out of place. And that's because my chart is on the darker side. 
A lot more Saturnian than sunny, that's for sure. And I've be, I've learned that, and I've become okay with that. Again, holding it out there like, wow, okay, and I've mentioned it on here. Yeah, I came to live a, a challenged life. Oh, got it. Okay, to do this deep spiritual work. Got it. So when I started to run this through the reframing filter, all of a sudden I started to get excited because it's like, look, if this pans out on the dark side, then... I've got the ability, I mean, this is, it's like my time. Finally, my son, Saturn, is starting to shine. So I should be able to find ways to excel within this. You know, you go back and look at any economic dip, there have always been people who have done well during them. So you can, from that standpoint, even pull yourself away from society. In other words, what happens to the masses doesn't have to happen to me. There's another mantra that you could use. So if you start to think, put your attention and awareness on something that says, well, this might come my way, then you start to think about what does that look like? Well, it's anything Saturnian. So that's structure. Anything with a solid foundation. Anything well-grounded. Anything built to outlast you. Anything built to last So you start to think, am I in this for the short haul or am I in this for the long run? And start to adjust accordingly. And by the way, I muse about this every day on the Fun Astrology Podcast. So even if you're not into astrology, I'm always applying it to something uh, like this kind of thing. So if you'd like a daily dose, then come join us over on Fun Astrology. So as we look at this current situation, I don't see a lot that we can lock on to. You know, it's kind of hard to make plans for the future at this particular point when, when I'm recording this. But I think there are a couple of survival tips, some macro tips that we can keep in mind. So two survival tips and then two, how do we reframe negativity tips? And then we're done. So survival tip number one, I think don't expect what was to be again for a long time. If we get it, then you're pleasantly surprised. And if we don't, you won't be disappointed. And at least it sets the expectation of, this is probably something that's going to be around for a while. Number two, release all of your holds and expectations. So everything that, you know, you're just holding on to that it's going to come back, release it. So just walk into this new path wherever we're headed as it is revealed and presented. You know, some people are losing jobs or relationships. Some people are gaining jobs and relationships. So hold everything loosely and allow. But meanwhile, right now, yes, we are recreating the programming and the paradigms that will affect us for the rest of our lives. So the point is, Choose your thoughts carefully (laughs) because they will indeed definitely imprint and shape the rest of your life like we talked about. Okay, so how do we make the shift? First lesson came from my little interchange with Sarah last night. Realize, go back and realize that every time that Saturn and Pluto has conjuncted like it did, that was the energetic trip that has caused what we're dealing with today, every time it has come around, Things have worked out infinitely better than they were before. And hold on to that hope. So start thinking about that infinite better. Because 
presuming that we survive and get through this, we'll be there one day. So what is that going to look like? I mean, think about if this really is a purging and a cleansing, what would it look like without all the political crap going on every day? What if that were all just cleansed and purged because of this? Will that be a lot of change and upheaval and et cetera and et cetera? Sure it would be if that's what happens. Okay, would the last one of you bunch turn out the lights on your, I was going to say a bad word, (laughs) on your little bad behavior scam that you've been leading us all down for all this time, your corruption? I mean, good riddance. And we have to go through the shift. But just realize, wow, would that be a cool world if it were all, uh, you know, so much better and resolved and with integrity? So what if you consumed your thoughts with that kind of hope? What kind of difference would that make? The other point is to realize that on a soul level, you and I and everybody else here chose to be here during this time. We had a post that Sarah put up about audiobooks, and there was a good, lively conversation about where do you start. And I would refer you to Facebook if you'd like to read that. It's from March, uh, March 2020, early March 2020. And a lot of people were asking about the book Lives of the Soul. That's the book that really shifted my own personal perspective on so many of these things that involve our soul journey, which is our subconscious journey. And... Fred answered so many questions in there about that path. We chose this, is the bottom line, and realized that we were aware when our life path was being conversed and put together, as it discusses in that book, that this would happen. Like, we knew that this would be here, and we chose it. So, on a soul level, there's a purpose. There is a plan, and that's already to some degree in the cards. Do we have free choice, free will? Yes, absolutely we do. And some of it's baked in. So the, remember the very first time you were on a big, tall roller coaster and you'd never experienced the, the uh, thrill, some say, of cresting the top of that roller coaster and then throwing your arms up in the, wor- on the air and going, wee, as you go on your way down. And then once you did it, you go, wow, that was pretty fun. And you go back and get in line to do it again. Well, I don't know that we'll go through this again. But when you get on the other side of the wee, then it's really a different perspective. And you go, number one, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. And number two, look at how much better it is now. So we set our focus with a very loose hand on the future. And when that angst comes calling... Put your arms out, put your hands out there, get it out in front of you, give it to somebody else, and let them deal with it. You just observe and roll with the flow. Or, as we say around here, enjoy the journey. I'm Thomas Miller. I really hope this helps. Choose those thoughts carefully. The opinions on this podcast are those of the host based on personal experience only and are not intended as medical or psychological advice. If you are experiencing symptoms that require professional treatment, please contact a licensed medical practitioner.
The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.